Welcome to Behind the Flag podcast. We want to thank our sponsor, Get It Right Enterprises. Get It Right offers great training software to learn football rules. They can be located at www.getitrighttraining.com. Bob Arnone is the owner and founder of Get It Right and has truly provided some great football training to the New Mexico Officials Association. My name is Dennis Barella. I'm a Albuquerque High School football official working line of scrimmage, and I also just finished my first year of Division II last year at the line of scrimmage. Co-host Ken Adent. He is a back judge out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and also has just completed his first year of Division II college football officiating. We want to thank your support, and we truly hope you enjoy our webinars that can be located at AFOA underscore ref dot com on YouTube and our podcast at Behind the Flag. All right. Good afternoon. It's Tuesday. Another Get It Right webinar. Tonight's Kick Catch Interference uh, with Bob Arnone. I think this is number six of the 10 sessions. Next week, we're going to move next week's session from Tuesday to Monday night at 5 p.m. Uh, because of scheduling conflicts. So we'll send out an email. Um, should be the same link as it's been for the last five weeks. But we're just going to move it up one day. Ken? Yeah, again, Bob, thank you for spending the evening with us and uh, letting us see your software. And uh, he's going to put his website in the chat box if anybody wants to get a hold of him or look at the uh, the sample program. He's, he's actually got a sample you can log on and, and check it out and demo it. Uh, Dennis, what's tell us what's happening Thursday evening. So on Thursday, we'll have um, our webinar with um, player official communication from a player's perspective. We'll have a University of New Mexico special teams running back um, that will come on and, and talk some, some bullet points of what a player expects from an official. That should be interesting, something nobody's done here yet. And um, next Tuesday would be for progress. So, Bob, it's all yours. All right. Okay, uh, simple little topic tonight. We're gonna to talk about kick catch interference. Um, and one thing that dawned on me this morning as I was thinking about what all I was gonna to try to cover on this tonight. Um, I was thinking about offensive and defensive pass interference. And it, it dawned on me that for kick catch interference, uh, no contact is required. So uh, uh, that's actually the kind of the animations that, that I've got to, to show tonight. Now, obviously, if somebody plows into a receiver uh, before he touches the ball, uh, you've got a problem there. But uh, let's look at uh, what happens here on a what can happen here on a free kick. Uh, again, we're looking for a ball that's in flight that hasn't touched the ground. Uh, the ball is in or beyond the neutral zone for the free kick. Uh, and Candy should not touch the ball or touch R or obstructs R's path to the ball. So what 
Uh, one of the trends that I uh, was seeing is that uh, kicking teams will do this little pooch kick, uh, get it just past this front line here, and then uh, they're hoping that that ball goes obviously more than 10 yards and hitting the ground, and then the kicking team can recover. So what we'll see here, ball's kicked in flight. This is not a pop-up kick. So they kick it straight off the tee, kick it up in the air. That's a legal kick. It goes more than 10 yards. But while the ball's in flight, now you have to remember the kicking team catching that ball. And the thing is, there's nobody there in the area. It doesn't matter. Uh, K can't catch that ball in midair uh, during the free kick. That's kick catch interference. And when we started seeing a lot of those down here in Alabama, uh, we just had to remind everybody that was up on that, uh, on any of those free kick lines to keep that in mind that uh, we need to drop a flag on that. So the receiving team will not only get the ball, but they're going to be there's going to be 15 yards tacked onto that. So that's on a free kick, kick catch interference on that. So just like any other kickoff, you know, remind yourselves this is a kick. Something screwy is going to happen, and think about all those situations in your mind there. Bob, can you pull up the, the rule and read the rule on that? Yep. 6-5-6. Any free kick is in flight. The ball is not touched the ground. The ball is in the neutral zone or beyond the neutral zone, all the way back to uh, the receiver's goal line. And again, K cannot touch that ball in flight. He can't touch R unless he's blocked into him or warding off a block or obstruct R's path to the ball. So again, in this situation here, we're just running it where even nobody is there. And K is catching that ball in flight. So even you know maybe this guy here could have been trying to get to the ball, and if he obstructed his ability to get to that ball, that'd be kick catch interference as well. And none of this requires a fair catch signal. So it's uh, balls in the air. K's got to let that sucker hit the ground before they can recover it. We good, Dennis. Thank you. Okay, scrimmage kicks. This is also in the same rule, 6-5-6. We'll have a scrimmage kick in flight. Again, the ball isn't touching the ground. Ball is in or beyond the neutral zone, the receiver's goal line. Again, K cannot touch the ball, touch R or obstruct ours path to the ball. So what we're gonna see here on this one, 
There's the kick. He kicks it high, kicks it short, trying to pin the receivers uh, deep on their side of the, the field there. Then this guy catches the ball, but there's a receiver right here in the area. So that's one of those judgment calls we're going to have to make when we go on playthrough here about obstructing orange path to the ball. The receiver has to have the opportunity to go catch that ball. So how close is that? Uh, how is that looking to us? Do we believe that our player is indeed trying to get in position to, to make that call? Uh, just remember to think through what that looks like and what the rule says. Is this K player getting to that ball and not letting Aura get to that. So that could be ruled kick catch interference on that. Could we have the end zone view on that? Yep. And then after the end zone view, if you could pull it up on the back judges view. Yep. Do you split your receivers? <clears throat> That's a back judge question. I, in this case, yes. Yeah, 43 here is just trying to cause a distraction, but the ball's coming down in this area in here. <clears throat> So yeah, that receiver, that member of the receiving team looks like he's just social distancing there. Uh, so you can make a case that Kay got to that ball quicker and could have kept that receiver from trying to get that ball. <clears throat> what do y'all think? So are we going to throw a flag on KCI if there's not a receiver in the area and that, that uh, kicking player catches the ball in flight, or we're just going to be one of those? Well, that, we talk to them and just give take the, 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 the receiving team will take the ball there. I don't know. I don't well, know I'm asking the question, so. Yeah, watch the one here on the right. Here there's no receivers in the area. So just a member of the kicking team went up there and, and caught the ball there at the 28 yard line. Uh, that, that's not a problem. Uh, you know, the, the, the ball is dead. Now it's gonna belong to the receiving team, uh, but the receiving team will pick it up right there at the 28 yard line. So I'll take that off playthrough and run the comparison here again. So ball's in flight, no member of the receiving team in the area on the right. We do have a member of the receiving team over here on the left. And then Kay catches that ball in flight. Uh, so now you just kind of make that call of easy one on the right, you know, ball's dead, belongs to R at that point. Uh, but over here on the left, you know, was that member of the receiving team restricted 
just because Cage got in the area to kick that ball or to catch that ball, uh, you know, make that call. And, and Dennis, you could have a, a case on that <clears throat> of just talking to that uh, member of the kicking team there that says you could have had kick catch interference. But 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 again, you know, we we got to make that call as to whether. That or a member right there could have had the opportunity to catch that ball. So that's a tough one right there. Any other thoughts on this? That really does kind of take care of. Yeah, I guess if you see the receiver give you that signal, like what in the heck happened, and we're supposed to put a flag, right? So, yeah, we kind of added that in. Any questions? Any comments? Any thoughts? I sure like the software. Uh, one more thing on the uh, kick catch interference. Let me take this out of, yeah, thank you, Ken. Um, let's, uh, let's pretend that uh, this guy back here was the punter punting this direction that we have kick catch interference here. So now it's going to belong to the receiving team. We're going to tack 15 yards on it and go this way. Okay. So now we're going to be down here about the, I don't know, the 13 yard line there, thereabouts. So now we can have an awarded fair catch. And then the receiving team would be able to have a field goal opportunity. A, a, yeah, field goal opportunity, but they'd be in a free kick formation. Free kick, yeah. Yep. So they're going to be 10 yards apart. And uh, uh, we seem to have uh, one of those down here about every two or three years. <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then from a mechanics perspective, uh, that always causes us con some confusion down here as to who's under the uprights, who's watching the goal line, and uh, who's watching the free kick lines. So I'm. Uh, uh, talk about that during your association meetings uh, as to the positioning on something like that. Is there any uh, back judges from our association that have anything to add to mechanic wise? The mechanic to which part? The first one we ran through? Just anything you want to address, it could be on any kick, kick catch interference or any play, any, anything. You know, I, I think to Bob's point, it's something we pregame and, and, you know, it's a judgment call. Um, if we're talking about the, you know, prior, not this whole, not the, if we're kicking from the goal line, but back to the original, um, you know, if I see the receiver trying to get into an area and make a catch that's different than if i see a receiver 
watching where his guy that he's supposed to block goes and not really tracking to the ball. Um, and it, it, at this point, if it's a short kick, um, normally our wings would pick up the short kick and help because the back judge would be deep with the deepest receiver. So in this case, um, you know, when the wing releases, I'd ask for help on that short ball. Be aware that, you know, if the receiver is, you know, in any way interrupted an opportunity to catch the ball, then we have KCI. But if the receiver is making no attempt to catch a ball, then we might just talk to him and let the defender know, hey, I see you caught that ball. But if that receiver had made an effort or got in a closer, in this area, I don't, you know, if they're shoulder to shoulder, that's one thing. But here they're a couple yards apart. And in the video, they're, you know, the receiver makes no attempt to track the ball, find the ball, or get under the ball. Um, it seems like he's just following the guy he's supposed to block. Um, but, you know, to Bob's point, it's a judgment call. Hey, Sean, in a varsity game, are you seeking out the punt returner or special teams coach to have a conversation with them prior to kickoff? Um, if I have time, yes. Um, and if I don't have time on the first punt, um, I'm already down there talking to him, reminding him what a, you know, need to see a good fair catch signal, if anything. Um, reminding him that, you know, I'm, I'm here and I'm, you know, aware and, you know, most of my pregame with the wing and myself for scrimmage kicks are getting help on a short kick. Um, and because I'm going to, you know, go stay with the receiver um, versus, you know, if I go along with the ball, then, you know, I'm going to stay with the ball and the receiver, the short wing is going to help out with just what those players are doing. Um, you know, my conversation with the punt returner is more in tune of proper fair catch signal. Um, you know, in this case, we want to be, you know, reminding the kicking team, you know, don't get a silly KCI foul for, you know, being near, you know, someone that could legally catch a ball, which I think that's just the black and white of the rule. Philosophy is, you know, did he really go make an attempt to catch the ball? Was he really a receiver um, or was he just, you know, lost because the guy he was supposed to block saw the ball and wasn't comfortable. Yeah, that's a, that's legit. Thank you, Sean. Um, any line of scrimmage um, officials have anything to add to short kicks and, and their mechanics or their coverage assistance on it? Okay, Bob. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I had for this evening. And uh, let's see, next week we'll talk about forward progress. Great. Well, if nobody has anything else to add, um, again, these are small 20, 30 minute webinars. Get us in the rule book. Um, you know, we're pushed back to February. We do. We will run a um, a camp, football camp, August fourteenth and fifteenth. We have, I think, nine spots left. No referee spots. We're running seven man or seven crews of five man mechanics. Um, if anybody's interested, 
we will put those seven crews on the field in February before the season starts for a on-field clinic with the Division One evaluators and crew mentors. So uh, registration will close on Sunday if anybody's interested. And again, next week, we're moving um, this from Tuesday to Monday because of scheduling conflicts at p.m. Get it right for progress. Thanks, guys. Good night. Thank you, guys. Good night.